The Leafs lead the Senators 4-2 after two. Blues up 2-1 on the Capitals after the first. Later on tonight, the Sharks play the Golden Knights. The Edmonton Oil Kings just getting underway in swift current. The out-of-town scoreboard courtesy Edmonton Trailer. Looking for parts, service, rentals, or new and used semi-trailers? Head to edmontontrailer.com. Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins joined by a very special guest, former Edmonton Oiler, a veteran of over 500 National Hockey League games, the one and only Chris Joseph. Chris, great to see you at Studio 99. Thanks for having me. I know one thing from getting to know Rob over the years, like this guy loved training camp. He loved <laughs> preseason games. He loved practices. He loved two-a-days. Yeah. He loved just working on little drills. Yeah. I, I can't be prepared enough for games, Reed. That's what he... What, what were you like going through the preseason? Uh, possibly a little more focused for training camp, uh, but only so because I probably had a little less skill than this guy. So I think that kind of some days goes hand in hand. The, the level of skill and the level of commitment maybe are, are there. But, now, it, but it's funny, though. It's, uh, it, nowadays, you talk to the, the players, and they will take a week to 10 days at the end of the season off. Yeah. That's, and then all of a sudden, they're back training and getting ready and they're on skates for two months three months in the off season every day yeah when we when we played i I mean the first time i went on skates was second week of august yeah might have probably did a push-up maybe the first week of august (laughs) but it's completely different than when we played yeah we would scare we would start august first whatever with jamie mcclendon's ice yep at kc arena that's right and then we would do perry pern and then we would go off to training camp but that was about it. We pretty much took June, July completely off. off. Yes. Uh, this year, talking with Colton Pareko in St. Albert, he's like, "Yeah, he took his week off. He's going to start eating salmon yep. and no fat, and <laughs> it's back to work." And we're like, "Well, I guess that's why you're that good. That's why you're a Stanley Cup champion, making a yeah. hundred million dollars." I had him. He, he came in the studio and did Inside Sports with me in in August. And I asked him about that. How did, I mean, you won the Stanley Cup, so obviously no complaints. But I said that, he, but he said, yeah, it, it affected my training. Like, everything's pushed back. You're yeah. exhausted from yeah. mentally and physically from going through the playoffs. And then as a winning team, now every, everybody loves you. You got your grade two gym teacher wanting to, <laughs> yeah. talk, to talk to you again. So, I mean, obviously, it's, those are all burdens he's happy to deal with. Yeah. But it is often why... Sometimes Stanley Cup winning teams don't. I mean, Pittsburgh won back to back, but I mean, James Neal said, "I went to the Cup final two years in a row, and it it, it affected yeah. how I played." The there are a bunch season. of babies. We didn't yeah. start training till training <laughs> camp. I don't know what's wrong. Well, Mario, the first day that he ever put skates on was the very first day of training camp. Yeah, yeah. Well, Joey, Joey didn't need to worry about it. Joey was a good skater, so it didn't really affect him. Yeah. I had to learn how to skate all over again every but August. It, but it does make you appreciate a back to back Stanley Cup winner. Because they do grind it out all the way through. They have a, a limited offseason. And the, to be able to do it again, which is so rare, but Pittsburgh did it, uh, it is pretty impressive. Chris, as you went through your career, did you ever have a training camp, a preseason, where you felt like, okay, like I, I, obviously I have to work hard and be prepared, but I'm not fighting for a spot on the team. Like, Did you ever allow yourself to reach that point or, or feel that? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, had, I tell everybody every chance I get that I never once went to a training camp where I felt comfortable. Comfortable is almost the same as complacent. And I don't know if it was just my own internal, but I never once went to any camp and felt I had a spot. And I guess that's what makes you push. Um, but, uh, you know, it happens for the top 10 on the team. 
but everybody else has got to grind it out every every time, every year. Marty! <laughs> Marty McSorley's going to uh, be our uh, our next guest after Chris here, Student 99. It feels safer now that Marty showed up, yeah, eh? He's a lot safer in our little spot. That's yeah. right. We're... <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to go. Chris Joseph uh, joining us right now. When you did, did you get like how hyped up would you get for the season opener, or would you get into um, that? Any, it's just another game mentality. I always found for me, I would get pretty nervous, and I had a, I never had a debilitating nervous, but I had the butterflies every game, every training camp. You have the butterflies, and that was your sense to to push, and you knew that you were ready. If I didn't have that, I was probably complacent. Um, but I never got debilitatingly nervous, but I was really hard on myself, probably like you. Yeah, oh, too. absolutely. But well, I think you felt that way all the time. But to me, the, the first game of the season, it didn't dictate what your season was going to be like. It didn't show, okay, if I'm playing in this game on this line, it's going to be where I'm going to be all season long. But it was a goal. Yeah. Your goal was always didn't. And there was years where I was comfortable where I position-wise, but there's also years where my goal was to be in the starting lineup on opening night yeah. and it was you accomplished something when you did that once that game was over you started thinking of your next goal but there is a number of players on the Oilers roster tonight their goal was to make this opening night roster and it's yeah. only one game but it's a special game and that's step one and then you you achieve that goal and you set a new goal right now yeah. joining a new team I mean we have several players tonight playing well some are playing their first NHL games but yeah. their first games as an oiler you got Nygaard Neal Archibald, Granlin, Haas, um, you know, Bear was here before, but I almost yeah. feel like it's kind of a, a, a re-debut, and Mike, and Mike Smith, I mean, you obviously, you know, you played Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Vancouver, <laughs> Philly, Don't laugh, uh, you Brownie. went back to, you, you <laughs> well, back to Vancouver, feet yeah. Yeah, I mean, you let's just you, say a lot of things, you were in Atlanta, so you're, you're the new guy, whether it's in training yeah. camp, or, or you join a team yeah. mid-season, I mean, sure, they, they would have known, Chris yeah. Joseph, who you are, yeah. what your skill set was, but what's, what's it like be, being the new guy in the locker room? It's literally a fresh start, it really is. Um, for me, you always felt like you were dejected and you were cast aside from the past team. And then if you got traded or waivers or whatever, is the next day you go and you got 20 new best friends and you got a new opportunity. You got a clean slate for the most part. And it's a new opportunity to show what you got. So I, I like that. You know, when you have new guys, it is a, a new lease on life. For so when James guys. Neal says, like, that's Calgary's done. Seven yeah. goals is done. You, you oh, believe sure. that that James totally. Wants to, yeah. He wants to forget about that in a hurry. And he wants the world to forget about that in a hurry. So he wants to establish himself here in Edmonton. But there's also that extra pressure, that extra nervousness, because you want to impress early your new group. You want to have a good first game. Yeah. Because if... If Leon Dreisel has a bad game today, no one in the stands, nobody on the bench, no one in management's going to say, oh no, what have we got here? Because we've seen what Leon does be- has yeah. done before. But tonight, a lot of fans and teammates are looking at Granlin for the first time in an Oiler jersey. Nygaard. So those players want to make a good first impression. Yeah. And I mean, all you have to do is look on the back of both Joy and my hockey cards. You see, we had to make first impressions a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Well, you, you did very well. Uh, Chris, you're getting honored here by the NHLPA. Tell us a little bit about the Ace Bailey Award for Courage. Uh, so Brownie and, and my buddy, Wayne McBean, who's with the, uh, a strong um, member of the NHL alumni, he nominated me for the Ace Bailey Award of Courage in, in, res- in response to the Humboldt Broncos and what we've sort of done since then. And, and 
I've always thought of our Humboldt families as a team of mine, like uh, all the other teams. And so I tried to help support them as much as I can. And so I guess Wayne felt that that was worthy of a nomination. And uh, uh, I was lucky enough to win it. So I'll be going to Toronto on October the uh, 21st uh, for the NHL Alumni Awards and uh, accepting the award. Well, I know that a lot of people in our community, and I'm sure across Canada, saw you as a pillar of strength in an absolutely tragic time. I know I did. Yeah. And it was, uh, being honored is obviously not an honor that you have to or you want to go through, yeah. but it was incredible the way that you handled yourself and got a lot of people through that time. Do you, I, I was just talking to you and Andrew over there, you still talk to some of the boys? Oh yeah, we talk to uh, the boys, the survivors, whenever we have an opportunity. Andrea just got a text from uh, Jacob Wasserman, the goalie that uh, is in a wheelchair. Uh, He got a text yesterday. They have a strong bond, the two of them, they share a birthday. Um, So we pretty much adopted those boys, the 13 survivors, and uh, whenever we get a chance to talk with them, uh, it really kind of makes us feel good. I think it helps them a little bit too because they still have their struggles going forward. Um, but our Broncos family has really bonded and, and we're very strong. And uh, for me personally, I I lean on them. And I know they lean on me too, but we lean on each other and we get strength from each other. I've always been, I can't do things individually. That's not me. I do it as a team. So if I lean on you, Rob, or you, Reed, it, it makes me a better person. So I, I've done that with the Broncos as well. And I think we all lean on each other. And, as much as we can. Chris, thanks for sharing that. Thank you so much for dropping by Studio 99. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank you. Looking forward to it. That is Chris Joseph, Oilers Canucks coming up.